You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Oh, fuck it, I'll lead off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to ask you that before the show here, before we, we started the show officially here. Real Crime, episode number 51. We are getting old. Very we really old. Are. We really, really we're, are. We're, we're getting very old here. I feel old tonight. Stress is going to kill me. Yeah. Over, over fucking stupid hobbies, too. Take some yeah. Alka-Seltzer and water. <laughs> I, well, I, I basically have that here. I have the fizzy water that I blew all over Chris's floor here a few minutes ago. I didn't you think sure that it was, was fizzy water. water you blew this is, <laughs> I just all over your floor. So, mm. I mean, this, whatever. Anyways, right, real crime. Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Chris Kinky is fuckery. here. <laughs> Sweet Chris is here, the usual. Time our, for our, some movie fuckery. Our, 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 our man on the street. The <laughs> lovely Kirsten in the corner over here. Hello. And the beautiful. Oh, I just like touching his arm. Ever so gorgeous. I, I come every week just so I can put my hand on his arm when I introduce Mr. Andrew. Hello, Mr. Andrew. Um, hello. <laughs> it's that kinky funk. <laughs> that was a know? very uncomfortable hello. <laughs> With a lot of flute lessons. <laughs> so, yeah. And, crazy week. Wow. It's been a while, hasn't it, Chris? Have we been off for a Two weeks. Two weeks. In a while. God, man, where did where did the time go? A lot's happened. I know, uh, and we're going to talk about that tonight. I know there's uh, the usual stuff going down the pipe here, and I know we want to get right into this because we're going to be getting fucking dirty tonight. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. not like our filth floor and floor and filth like Bill Cosby says stuff. Um, you'll need to take a shower after tonight's real crime podcast. <laughs> you really will. <laughs> You're right. But before that. Before that, and Chris is on crutches tonight. I mean, yes, you look terrible. I do look terrible. You look horrendous. Out on the street again with the baseball bat, beating motherfuckers. He's down. actually missing a finger now. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that! It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> oh wow! It got lost in somebody's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the news. Yes. From yeah. every orifice possible. Are you looking <laughs> for your watch or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have this weekend news? Um, this watch up my ass. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. In news, hey. Star Trek Discovery. We finally got a trailer today. What one thing? I forgot to mention this. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. If anybody mentions anything about <laughs> Alien Covenant tonight, I brought a <laughs> knife and I will cut you. <laughs> I'm going tomorrow. Okay. Moving forward. You can All read right. my review. It's on the movie. I don't want to read com. your review. Go. It's Star spoiler Trek free. Shut up! Go. <laughs> go, go, go. Star Trek Discovery spoiler finally got a trailer released today. Yeah. So we're now getting another Star Trek prequel. I'm not really sure how I feel about this. This is starting to get bad. It's starting to just get so repetitious with Star Trek that we can't get anything anymore that's post Enterprise or post uh, Next Generation cast. Yeah, everything is always another prequel. It's a prequel to a prequel to a prequel. And to we a keep prequel. talking about this over and over. Like you know, how much more do we need to know? Yeah, can we have so, some mystery here? Trailer looks okay. Nothing spectacular. Um, in other news, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, officially came out today and was starting oh, really? to <gasps> kind of uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> spread more rumors that they're going to do a Fast and Furious spinoff. I saw that. With Come on, dude. Hobbs and Shaw. And it's fucking awesome. It's Ink. hilarious because, yeah. just like I said in my review of The Fate of the Furious, it's like this Shaw guy was the baddest of the bad, the worst villain in the world. And all of a sudden now he's teaming up with this you know 
military guy, basically. The good well, guy and the bad guy are teaming up. Well, it's like when The Rock tur- went from heel to turning fan favorite. It's yeah. just history repeating itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Neil Blomkamp. Um, with uh, his Alien sequel being canceled, is Good. starting an all-monster movie short film experimental studio called Oats Studios. Yes. And he's going to be releasing nothing interesting. but short films. Hall and Oats Studio. Yeah. <laughs> that's, got, that's a Quaker cool Oats. idea, though. He makes them at dreams. I'm interested to see that. It'll Yoo-hoo. be interesting. Yoo-hoo. Different. <laughs> <laughs> Good riddance to his alien prequel. Yeah. <clears throat> Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are starting their own production house, and they're making a new zombie movie called Slaughterhouse Rules. Oh. Hey. Yeah. I love those guys, though. They always make good shit. So. See, Michelle's the girl for zombie flicks. She loves anything. I know that. We've had this conversation. Zombie movies... Like the we the whole World War Z debate we've had on the show. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's great. She hates it. I didn't see it. I I loved it. PG thirteen I mean, zombie movie. Yeah, Mark yeah. Forster. I know. I guess you, you kind of want to go. You're going for a certain thing when you see a zombie flick. Move it on though. We'll talk. We'll talk I feel like that. there are people that are very fucking love zombies, yeah. and then there are people that just don't at all. Like there's a few in between, but it's mostly. One or the other sides. I haven't yeah. seen Train to Busan yet, but for me, the oh. last good one was uh, Shaun of the Dead. That was like the dude, last. You haven't seen one. Train to Busan? Not yet. Oh, dude, check that out. Not yet. Check it out. Too many arrow screeners. Oh, yeah, but no, arrows. Train to Busan. You will like that movie. Fantastic. He loved it. I oh. loved it. Michelle loved it. Have you seen it yet? Mm-mm. It's fantastic. Great. It's, it's ordinarily an anime director's first live right. action film. It's beautiful. No, I I'm pretty on par with what you like. I think you'll dig that movie because it's not it's nothing expected. It's a mm. new yeah. take on the zombie genre, which is always good. Oh yeah, because so. stuff like Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, like no, can't yeah. do it. But this sounds interesting, and yeah. I like Korean cinema as it is. You know, it's the zombie genre moved to this tight claustrophobic space, mm-hmm. which is really cool. It's just different than what you you normally see. Um, okay, so let's move on to releases this week. Mm. Alien Covenant is out. You're fucking dead. <laughs> I told you to shut your mouth. Dude, people are already ripping my head off from my review, which spoils nothing in the movie. You guys just want to all die. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll okay, so Alien you'll Covenant. Wanna, you'll want to die after watching it. Oh, you fucking bastard. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Stop crying. Actually, no, you'll live. We you'll live. we survived it. <laughs> it's okay. I hate you guys. It's more Prometheus 2 than it is in Alien. All right, thanks. Th- what did we say? <laughs> what did we <laughs> say? <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. All right. Twin Peaks. <laughs> Finally, this Twin Sunday. Peaks? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Probably for me, the biggest release of the year, yeah. hands down. Andrew had to shake somebody down this week, too, looks like. Good yeah. job. Because <laughs> like the yeah he hasn't directed a feature film other than that uh, Duran Duran unstaged concert documentary and a few music videos and yeah. his own music career he hasn't directed anything since 2006 which really? is crazy a pretty long time for David Lynch and he's even gone on the record saying he's not doing any more movies yeah, yeah. he's retiring or he's gonna stop doing movies yeah so, which I don't really blame him I mean his the Inland Empire thing got so fucked up for him that. Yeah, I can understand why. Uh, I wouldn't say it got fucked up for him. He just 
didn't really the business really changed from what it is was then to what it is now it's more focused on tentpole movies than uh leaving room for independent projects yeah so in other releases we've got diary of a wimpy kid four like we needed that (laughs) in some movie called everything everything like seriously why didn't you just call the movie everything (laughs) did you have to call it everything times two what the fuck everything squared another uh uh tween yeah tween movie can't wait yeah i'm gonna totally watch it (laughs) so back to alien covenant (laughs) (laughs) because we know that's your favorite subject tonight (laughs) so let's move on to suggested viewings um Going on the topic that we're talking about tonight, which is extreme horror. Yeah. I saw this movie called Hounds of Love over the weekend, and I'm going to tell you what. This is probably one of the most disturbing movies I've seen since Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Really? Because it's realistic horror. It's not just like silly slasher stuff. It's not fantastical. It's not a slasher. It's really based on like imprisonment and rape. And oh, total abuse through the whole movie. And it's one of those that like you're watching it and you're like, okay, why did you even make this? It's that hard to watch at times because they're basically they're they're kidnapping teenage girls and then raping them, physically abusing them. I can't watch then that. killing them and dumping them in a field. somewhere. I can't watch that. Yeah, but I watch I, it tonight. Let's watch it now. <laughs> but I can't do that. A live podcast viewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Commentary. Yeah. yeah. Podcast reactions. Yeah. Ah. So, yeah. I, That'd be kind of fun to do. Yeah, we could do it one of these days oh for sure. But usually you, the thing is you don't get the facial expressions of people yeah, reacting to it. Yeah, that's very true. But you don't get it when you get like a director's commentary an, of a film. make an exception. We'll yeah. have one video. Well, yeah, no, like I was saying, you don't have it like when you do a director's commentary for a film. I've watched a yeah, million of those. Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't see those people yeah. either. I mean, it's an idea. Maybe something yeah. down the road would be kind of fun. Yeah, so. like you, they would watch the movie as we're commenting on it, or no, is it we just, watched, just no, a we watched the movie and we put it on the big gigantic monitor here, I guess, and then just talk okay. shit, mm-hmm. right. mystery science theater style, yeah. I guess. You know. So, who else has anything suggested this week? Uh, you guys. Um, have you guys done the podcast since Guardians 2 came out? No. No. I saw that. It was fucking awesome. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, debatably better than the first. Maybe. Because they're both so good. Um, and yeah, I saw that. That's mine. Because I was going to yeah. say one other one, but that's on the subject that one of the movies we're going to talk about. So. Yeah. Go see it. It's so good. Mr. Yeah. Andrew. Uh, I watched The Void this week. Yeah, um, that was a. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Father's Day, but I really enjoyed the Void. It uh, didn't really make a whole lot of sense. It was more just a Art. collection of uh, '80s tropes and uh, mixture of uh, Lucio Fulci's The Beyond, Ken Russell's Altered States, and Event uh, Horizon. Event Horizon, definitely. Yeah, and uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, of course, for all the practical effects. Uh, the other one I was going to recommend was this film called Ludwig, which was, at first it looked like a daunting watch, a five-hour film about the mad Bavarian king, but once I get started watching it, you just the the crazier his uh, his life and uh, spendthrifting went, the more, uh, the more I couldn't stop watching it. I wanted to see at what point does he tip over into total madness. And uh, the, ir- the interesting thing is that he 
was basically declared insane and, and dethroned, but now, eons later, the very things he spent the most money on, which were these giant castles and palaces, are now the most lucrative tourist attraction of that country. That's crazy. Like, total uh, reversal, total protonic reversal. And this was one of the Arrow ones, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was spread over two discs. It was that long. Dang. That's a long yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Long movie. Five hours? Yeah. Fuck that. But it was good. I, <laughs> was That and The Music Lovers were my two top movies that I saw this year so far. Sweet. Finally saw Passengers. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I finally saw Amber brought a copy home from the library. And? Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a very cool idea. To, you know, that, I mean, it looked beautiful. Looked really cool. Oh, the visual. Yeah, the visual was beautiful. Awesome. Fantastic. But the ideas. That's what I really took out of that. And that's what, kind of what Amber said. You know, it's a different kind of idea. Because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this movie. It's a love story. Yeah, lame. Uh, and I did really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Finally saw The Visit. You get a copy of that. Finally saw Hard Eight. You get yeah. a copy of that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for that. Thank, yeah, thank you guys. I'll just, incre- I, I, I'm trying to keep it condensed yeah. here. But, uh, but yeah, uh, the Hard Eight was fantastic. Uh, the Visit blew. <laughs> I had a riot watching The Visit. Um the and I, my review for this week, I finally got myself back into reviewing, and I did a review on uh, Napalm Death. Oh, that's right. We got to get that posted. The band too. Napalm Death, The Scum Story, which was uh, <laughs> it's about it's about their first proper release called Scum. It's one of the bands that basically invented grindcore, which is right. a genre of music. Um, cool little, you know, quick 50-minute watch. Uh, if you're a music nerd like I am, especially with extreme music, it's uh, kind of a cool, nerdy rundown. One of our favorite albums growing up, which is Scum by the band Napalm Death. Really mellow stuff, uh, given by the name and title of the record. Yeah, uh, but very cool. It was a fun. You know, I watched it twice actually. I, I went. You do that twice. a lot. You yeah, I like to lot. do. I like to kind of watch two things to really see because I miss stuff sometimes. And I right. Want to pick right. It up. So yeah, I've kind of did some catch up work over the last couple of weeks. There's a few other things I watched, but we don't have a lot of time here. Um, but yeah, Napalm Death, the the Scum story. Pretty easy to pick up and find. Uh, super cool. Sweet. You like Grindcore. So, without further yeah. ado, let's get into it. Let's put on our aprons. Everybody, take your clothes off. <laughs> you first. Only aprons on. Only <laughs> aprons. Put those rubber gloves on and. Uh, uh, extreme uh, horror, which is something that gets mentioned, I think, in passing a lot on you know through movies and through the genre itself. I think it gets mentioned a lot on this podcast. But we, I, don't, I don't think we've ever really directed our 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 blades at it, for, so to say, uh, to try to take this thing on. That's what we're gonna do tonight. Our Vaseline cover rubber gloves. Yeah, they, even better. I'm Thank really, you. I'm really light. excited for this uh, subject because everything I haven't seen will be in this podcast, and I can just make a list of new ones to. Well, watch. you can just take this with you if you want. You Thank can take you. my sheet with you if you want. It's all yours. Um, Thank you. Will Thank that help? you so much. I could, I could attach you on uh, my Google Drive and give it to you that way. Thank you. You've probably I seen mean, the worst of the worst yeah. based on what you were describing earlier. Holy crap, yeah. Andrew. You're like 50 more yeah. movies on this thing. We're going to be yeah, here we'll cover like 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, I mean, what, what? first off, though, what yeah. do we kind of define as extreme horror? For me, it's not the generic slasher stuff. It's mm-hmm. not the haunting movies. It's the stuff that crosses more into reality sometimes and the stuff that is extremely brutal in its presentation correct or, or very taboo subject yeah. matter yeah taboo imagery. Okay. yeah i was gonna say taboo we'll go places that a lot of movies do not 
like, like sh- almost shouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. like well, how that's, society that's taboo. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of things that you don't even really want to talk about when describing it to others and someone will tell you to shut up when you're just getting to the I, juiciest, goriest moments of the plot. I guess the simplest way to define what I would think is extreme horror is when somebody says, hey, did you see that movie? And you go, yeah, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you kind of put your, your face palm yeah. and go, I okay. that really, to me, I mean, and I know that's how I respond. Or like, you know, did you see that movie? Yeah, oh, my God. Dude. You feel dirty for I'm, having I'm, seen I'm it. I'm embarrassed I saw this movie. Uh, I, maybe that's a bit extreme. Some of these films we're going to talk about are really damn good movies. You know, and I'll just throw it out there. We've mentioned this movie a million times on this podcast. But just to get things rolling, is Martyrs. Yeah. That's a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. I'll Maybe. stand by that all day long. Yeah. Is it hard to watch? Oh, my God. It's just, it is, it's it is a hardest rough movie ride. to watch. It is a rough ride. Uh, fun fact, I was in L.A. a couple weeks ago yeah, for, for DragCon. I saw that. Yeah. And my, one of my favorite drag queens loves horror movies. Yeah. And I figured she probably hadn't seen Martyrs. So I actually brought Martyrs with me and I gave it to her. Really? Uh, yeah. And I was like, hey, you like fucked up movies? She's like, oh, this looks like, you know what the cover looks like. It's like a yeah. woman all bloodified. And oh, she's yeah. like, this looks like a romantic movie. And I was yeah. like, yeah. It, so yeah, I gave Martyrs to her. And that's the, what makes that movie so interesting is that. And you just mentioned a dimension of that, I think, mm-hmm. is that there is romance in the film. There mm-hmm. is a bit of romance in there. It's it's hard to pick up. But yeah, it's there, right? Um, it, it's something for the viewer to latch on to so they're yeah. more horrified by the proceedings that follow. Yeah. Um, there's love there. I, uh, also, I also love that at the end it really like leaves you with something to think about, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's what really I walked away myself from. And my buddies, because that was one of those movies when I saw it finally, I was like, dude, everybody come by one night. We got to watch this flick. And my one friend literally just like left that movie going he was jittery. He was like, I don't know what happened to him, but he was like, dude, that just fucked me up. He's like, literally, I'm not just saying that. It fucked me up. I can't. He's outside chain smoking and like and drinking. Well, heavily. because I mean, it, it really messed him when up you a little start bit. to get to the last chapter of that movie. Yeah. It does mm-hmm. kind of put you on the edge of your seat because, you know, something truly horrifying is going to happen. And it does. But yeah. it does. The, there's. I don't know. It's, also, the why the re- once you find out the reason why it's transpiring, I think that's the most disturbing thing about yeah. it is because uh, it's what you're left to contemplate after you've seen the movie is the reason that all of those horrors took yeah. place. Well, the love, the love, and that's the thing is like not trying to spoil anything, but spoiler what's, free. What's happening to this person is so horrifying. However, the people inflicting this actually love this person. There is respect towards that person, and they 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 show that it's toward like in the last chapter of the film. They're like you know they're. I think it, it's not even a curiosity. It is a pure fascination for the subject they're trying to understand. And they appreciate right? the, the sacrifice, the sacrifice yeah. that yeah. she's making to yeah. put herself and they, through that. And they that. say that, too. Like, let's take yeah. a moment for this person. Yeah, it's like honor. Yeah, mm-hmm. honor this person, right? So there's all these elements in that film. That's what I think makes that movie truly like a film when I say I like Martyrs. It's really awesome. There's so much to that film to think about. And these are, and there's really, like you said, there's the idea you walk away with, too. Mm-hmm. And, and I also do like that. I think 
not quite halfway through the film, but you think it's about one thing, and then at a certain part, it just completely turns into yeah. something else. Well, you yeah, didn't it, think. It, it pulls uh, from dusk till dawn on you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're just like, what the fuck? That's the movie here? I was gonna. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's the same idea. Mm-hmm. It, it totally just shifts on you, and you're like, what the hell? Or like Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I think that was a softer turn. Yeah, it, you you're like, oh well, now they're at war. Alfred okay. Hitchcock's Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, <laughs> same idea. So Martyrs is one of those ones where I don't face palm when I say I've seen it. I say it's a great flick. Yeah, you should see it. One, one movie that also totally changes what you think is going to happen, what's leading up to it, and uh, really at the one hour mark is a Serbian film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's move. Uh, let's let's just get into it, I guess. Scott, <laughs> when you mentioned um, when you say one of these movies and you're like oh this movie a serbian film was actually how i met my really good friend jake um i was at like a film class and i was leaving and all of a sudden i hear this guy say a serbian film and just like in a movie i step backwards into the door frame and i'm like that movie's fucked up and then him and i talked about it and then we were friends ever since yeah (laughs) i'm glad something good came out of it a serbian (laughs) film is by far probably the worst, like most horrible, a Serbian dark film movie, bringing people together for six <laughs> <Yeah>. years, <laughs> just hands being held across yeah, the whole a real theater. happy Serbian family, <laughs> creating a new genre. A Serbian film looks great. Yeah, it's a very well great. shot film. Yeah, the soundtrack yeah. is really. You say the sound. It sounds great. It sounds great, especially yeah. in five point one surround. The for whatever reason, the U.S. Blu-ray is two point but. There's supposed to be like a director's cut of that film coming out. Yeah, like another five minutes of footage. They're adding five oh. minutes more footage into it that they're saying is even more brutal than anything that's already oh. in the movie. But they have another 60 hours that they're going through, and they're saying this thing is going to have just like unlimited extra features on it. That there's going to be tons of extra footage just like thrown in there. As much as I hate to say this, I might have to buy that. I'm going to be buying that. I was actually oh, same, thinking that too. Yeah. We're all oh, going to hell. So bad. I already it's bought so the bare bones edition from Sweden, which was yeah. at the time the only way you could get it uncut. The US edition was heavily heavily edited for a long time. How many times have you guys watched a Serbian film? Uh, I've probably... Three. S- Twice. Oh man, I'm going to hell for this. I've seen it probably ten or eleven times. Oh my god! <laughs> I showed it to a lot of other people who hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that in my buddy's basement. He, his old house. He had a theater set up in his basement, so I got to see that film in a hundred eleven, hundred a hundred and eleven inch screen. Right, like right in front of it. Um, yeah, and. The guy I'm talking about, a friend of mine, dear friend of mine, but he's one of the he's a sociopath. I love the guy, but he's a total sociopath. He's nuts. And there's pretty much nothing that guy is phased by. But we both finished that movie and he looked we kind of looked at each other and we're like that scarred us, but he's like it's that that scarred me. I I really feel like different after watching this movie. Yeah. Like I need a shower. I know, typical response, but literally I left a, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, I left there kind of just in a, in a daze, like driving, but you know, not really just kind of, you know, muscle memory, just getting me home. And yeah, that's a movie. And I know a lot of people, you know, it's, it's a pretty popular film now based on oh, it is. how extreme it's it is. Yeah. It's yeah. reputation, mm-hmm. right? My, uh, it's my- well earned. My, my uh, 
my dream is to one day see a uh, 35mm print of what was shown in uh, Austin, Texas, where it first premiered in uncut form, where people first got to see the movie. I know it was shot on digital, but they went through a lot to get it transferred to film, because every time they tried to strike a print, the the heads of the lab would come in and say you're making like snuff porn and they thought there was right. real death in it because the visual effects are so realistic yeah and they wound up going through some kind of process to use two different labs that were lesser known to put it together in time for the texas premiere there's some comedy in the film though i mean there are some elements where you kind of snicker a little bit our film just jumped out the window yeah, yeah. there <laughs> there's some funny stuff you know and there's also some kind of dare I even say, some beautiful elements in the movie, like where M- Milos, the character, yeah. he <laughs> actually is kind of it going, like, meditating. Because, you know, through the film, he's kind of, you know, getting out of shape. It's got a first-person point of view yeah. penis cam during that meditation yeah, yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah. Tantra, I think yeah, is what he's yeah. doing. But, you know, he's there is this, like, kind of like a, you know, montage-type thing where he's kind of getting his shit together. And you're like, oh, he, he's getting yeah. ready for the big job, <laughs> you know. The, so there's the there Rocky are, montage. That, that's why it's not a <laughs> shit. It's not. It's not yeah, a shit film. It's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's the same idea. Getting boned. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there are these beautiful elements, but then I mean, eighty to ninety percent of the film is just horrible. It just it's it's horrible. Still beautifully shot though, even no, in its worst moments. Like the worst scene in the movie for me isn't the infamous newborn porn scene. It's the one that comes at the end, which that, I won't spoil. Oh, that yeah. probably is the worst scene oh. for me. I think. Like God. I, uh, I had my two roommates watch it with me, mm-hmm. but I I told them that afterwards they were like, Kirsten, this wasn't scary, and I was like, No, I didn't tell you it was scary. I told you it was fucked up. I yeah. was like, There's a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I I almost I could have bought a copy of that. We were at some horror convention a couple of years ago, and the guy had a copy of it. I bought Martyrs that same day, actually. Yeah. And uh, he, he here you go. You, he's I bought Martyrs, and he's like, here you want something really fucked up? What? I'm like, I've seen it. He's like, oh, well then you should buy it. I'm like, I don't want this movie. He's like, <laughs> I don't know oh, what once you get past that thing, you know, it's not that bad. I'm like, you're right. I still don't want that fucking movie. I just, I can't do it. Yeah. One time I've seen it. Like, yeah, not you guys, but if I were just to go over someone's house, just someone new maybe, and I just, (laughs) I'm looking at their DVD rack and I see a Serbian film, I'm like, oh. You own this, huh? <laughs> like, you don't a, want to judge. I have a ch- the yeah, very yeah. first. No, it's like I've seen it twice, so like I can't yeah. judge. But <laughs> go ahead, Andrew. It the, just cracked me up. The very first video <laughs> that we did for the the site for Interstellar, you can see I'm proudly wearing my Serbian yeah, film T-shirt. Yeah. You fucking maniac! <laughs> <laughs> and I have the CD soundtrack too. By the Sky soundtrack Wic- is really cool. By Sky Wickla, the uh, that the grinding kind of dubstep sort yeah. of music. Which, I think that's the only place I've seen that stuff used where it seems to make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It, that movie, that music just kind of makes sense. Like that weird, yeah, that weird grinding digital stuff that dubs. To, I don't know. I don't really study the music. But. Well, like you hear it on its own in the trailer. Like, how does this fit? And then you finish <laughs> watching the movie and it. And it You're it, like, oh. Fits perfectly. <laughs> we could do a whole damn show on that movie probably. Oh, just yeah. Just go, oh, my God, this sucks. This is insane. You, you know? get the idea. You get the idea. Uh, it, it has a reputation, and as I said, it's well-earned. It earned. deserves it. It's well-earned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What I, you know, I got this massive list here, and you did turn the light. You know what? I want to mention this one. I don't think you guys have seen this, or I don't think any of you guys may have seen this one, but it's something I suggest. Well, I don't at the same time. Philosophy of a Knife. Has anybody seen this film? I've no. never even heard of it. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I'm aware of its reputation. It's a Unearthed Films release, which usually does extreme releases, but do tell. Well, I wrote a note down here. I mean, I, just a just a quick <laughs> blurb here. It, it's based it's based on true history of the Japanese unit 731 uh, from its beginnings in the 1930s to its demise in 1945, and the su subsequent trials uh, in the USSR of uh, many of the Japanese doctors from Unit 731. They basically the film it just kind of carries along from one experiment to to the next experiment. Kind of sounds like Men Behind the Sun. The Same Chinese idea. Movie. Same idea, but not. But I would say it's it's, it's grittier. Mm -hmm. you it's know, in black and white. Isn't it's it? in black and white the whole thing. But there's just some. There's some things that are done in this movie that you just don't do. Yeah, I. I <laughs> it's really fuck. It's horrible. I mean, because you know, like we talked about a Serbian film. A Serbian film. Yeah, there is some really taboo stuff mm -hmm. right but we you're immersed in that universe for that hour and a half two hours and long. there's a plot to it there's a plot too. to it mm -hmm. there's a plot to it and you know regardless of how messed up this movie is or how it's how much it's going to scar you you can step out of that universe there was context mm -hmm. to it yeah this movie is just basically one thing, and there's a little bit of dialogue. So right, but there's no story to it. Just like scene after scene of just of brutality, just, basically. There's just nothing, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Watch it. Sounds it. an awful lot like that Fred Vogel film series we're about to start talking about, Oh, too. you, you want to go to that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. August Underground. Uh, you know, I haven't seen... Have uh, seen August Underground? I've seen... The series. Uh, most of... The first one, I was watching it with two friends, and they actually shut it off because they were really annoyed with it. So, I would have finished the whole thing, but it was their place. So, but it can be a bit of a slug because there's no plot to it. There's no real dialogue. It's just this home video these serial killers make of people they murder. Yeah, it was basically an effects demo for Fred Vogel's uh, company, was it Totag Pictures? And yeah. A lot of the victims in the film are actually students of his because he would teach visual effects makeup classes and the visual effects makeup in the film is really, really great. Mm -hmm. It's it's stunning in my opinion and it's if there's anything you could take away from any any this series at least uh, is how realistic looking the the props are basically let's just call them the props uh you will feel i mean i mentioned that about serbian film i read a review of mortem august underground's mortem that's the one I'm, yeah. that i yeah Oof. and the person literally it was like the most it, the, the person just they had all this space to write about this movie and they just simply said this movie is just horrible I don't have anything else I can say about this. I don't know what else to say. And I'm done with this review. Only movie <laughs> I've ever seen where someone fucks an open wound. Oh, yeah, God. that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's just, Although, it's, take that back. Uh, the third human centipede. I was had just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not that I want to remember oh, the movie at all. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, it was <laughs> I hate that movie. Very, very yeah. irritating. But yeah. back to August Underground. Come on. There was, now, wait a minute. Now, hang on. For, I'm going to... The first Human Centipede Dieter, was great. Dieter did some hilarious shit in part three. It's, that movie's Ooh. unwatchable. Come on, dude. No. What, 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 uh, what's his name? Eric... The, the, the Eric Roberts. Eric yeah. Roberts what walks the out of the office. What the hell that movie? Well, yeah, what the hell was he doing that movie? He walks out of there and he's, oh, have a good day! Have a good day! You're the only Fuck one here, Scott. you! He's actually <laughs> getting down to talking about this movie. Fuck you! <laughs> Come on, that shit was... That, but yeah, if you want to watch a guy yell... thinking for, about Dieter Laser in part three. Yeah. It, it's I, hilarious. There's just, some of that stuff made me laugh. Like, this guy is so ridiculous. This is so bad. He screams and yells every fucking line in yeah, the movie. I was going to say, there is not one line that he talked normally. I no. Swear. Horrendous movie. Anyways, yeah, let's... We'll stop. August we'll, Underground. Yeah. August yeah. Underground is horrible. I, I I think the biggest thing... Not to cut you off. I think no, the biggest cool, thing yeah. about it is the aesthetic, that it looks like a very grimy, gritty dirty VHS. Yeah. It is filthy. It, that is... It, it is. It's... I mean, it's... It's so filthy looking, and yeah, there is no context either. It's just here's the next. You know what I liked is they they did kind of like, which I thought was you know the, the juxtaposition was kind of cool. Like they got them like walking around with the video camera, going like they're on a bridge. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Look at me. It's and like a whole movie. It's, they're goofing around. Mm-hmm. They're goofing around, having fun, and then cut to the next scene, and they're in the basement, and there's Fred Vogel and his tidy whities going, oh, shit, I just cut his stomach open, and this smells like shit, gross. You know, it's like, uh, but that's the thing, like, they're, oh, dude, check it out. Or rubbing you know. fecal matter on a dead woman's nipple in close-up. Yeah, I mean, pretty much there's, like, nothing to be left to the imagination if you yeah. watch this series. It sounds like there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing redeeming about this series <laughs> whatsoever. No, there isn't. It's it, just an yeah. effects demo, and that's it. The effects look great, but look the great. effects that you're seeing are disgusting. So. Anybody ever seen Aftermath? The short film Aftermath? I have not seen that either. That's another Unearthed Films release, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, 25, 30 minutes at the most. It's one scene, and it's basically, I don't, again, without trying to spoil too much, uh, it's about, uh, a, you know, a, uh, what do you call it, a coroner? Yeah. Who falls in love with a corpse and starts fucking her. That's <laughs> all you got. Well, that's just my Saturday night, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, some people won't be too shocked by this, I don't <laughs> Yeah. Think. But Especially today, if you've seen your Bootgerite's infamous uh, horror film series. Necromantic. Yeah. Which is another one on the list here, too. That the first Necromantic, part two wasn't very good. Uh, I've never seen Necromantic 2. But I've I, heard it is better. I've better? seen Necromantic. In, I mean, that movie is so absurdly hard to watch. Yeah. That, like, I bought the Blu-ray. I watched it one time, and then it was like... You have to go, like it, it's. It feels almost like a non-movie, the yeah, same as like the August Underground thing. Yeah. There's, you know, it's just like scene after scene of what is this guy going to do during the day? Oh, he's now having sex with the corpse. Yeah, and it's it's disturbing to watch, obviously, because that shit's gross. But it really just doesn't feel like a movie to me. It, it's just a series of abstract scenes loosely strung together. 
it also has like August Underground, a really grimy aesthetic being yeah. shot on Super 8. I yeah. mean, for a Blu ray, it just looked like shit. Oh, yeah, that Blu ray was terrible. And then you have the ending where he's like disemboweling himself as he's ejacu- <sighs> ejaculating. Like, and the filmmaker's response was, well, I wanted to portray a man enjoying his own death. It's so fucking pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there is no way that I could ejaculate while I'm ripping yeah, my own guts if, out. If I'm ta- yeah, if I'm... Those two things just don't go hand in That's the last thing I'm hand. thinking about doing. I feel like yeah. that could be something that'd be in Hellraiser. <laughs> since yeah. they think it's that's his that pleasure, but... Going down that, yeah, that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just zeroed in on something on my list here. Some and, people really um, like those movies. I don't know. I'm, Necromantic? No, all of you Boyer Berkowitz rights movies. There's yeah. the oh. uh, Sex and Death collection, I think, that called Epics put out on Blu-ray. It's got all of all of his works. The Girl Next yeah. Door. I'm gonna throw that one out. That's a hard movie that's to a watch. Fucking too. hard movie to watch. But it's a very good movie. It's a actually. great movie, and that's that, that's kind of coming back into the universe of like some context, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, we've been kind of just wallowing <laughs> here for the last ten minutes. The Girl Next Door, yeah, that movie was one of those ones that really, that bothered me. Mm-hmm. That one got under my skin. And I really, have you seen it, Kirsten? I have not. I that seen movie it really pissed me off. I I got mad. Like, this is, what a nice, she wasn't, whoever the girl was, I forgot her name, who played that role. She was super cool. She was just a nice girl. She was a nice person. And to watch over the span of time during the film, what happens to this girl. Um, it's one of those ones where I just, I don't like watching stuff like that. I've talked about that on this show. There's just certain lines I've drawn it the older I get. And it's one of the ones I thought, I didn't think, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. You know, I just read the blurb and said, ah, this looks okay. And well, I'm, you know, I'm three quarters of the way through. I'm like, well, I got to see this through to the end now. <laughs> and I did. And I, great mill looks good. It was done well. You saw it, didn't you, Andrew? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, yeah, give it a watch, uh, but it will piss you off. It'll make you mad. And I don't like, I mean, I like watching movies to be entertained, and I do like to feel things, but that was one of those ones that just didn't feel good. I Uh, didn't feel good watching that movie. Even less than watching a Serbian film, to be honest with you. It it, it actually upset me. Well, there's a lot of physical abuse. Yeah. And just that's why you just fun. mentioned that the new one. What was that movie you just saw? Oh, uh, Hounds of Love. That would probably piss piss me off. Yeah, it would make me yeah. angry. Like this is no, this isn't right. One, one of one of the movies that made me angry was I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah, because oh. that was rough. I was watching that with my ex girlfriend, and we like she had to like forward through the some of the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She gets her, they, they all get their just desserts though. Like True. she does get the, her, yeah, there's uh, a, her vengeance. Yeah, there, that movie does end with this. You, you do yeah. get some payoff. The girl next door. You don't. There's no fucking payoff. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, it's that like would piss me off. It's yeah. like funny games. You just watch these people get tortured. And yeah. Oh god, funny games. Yeah, oh. yeah. There's just no justice whatsoever. It's it, yeah, and like funny games. I've seen people. They, this is the most unfair movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the girl next door is based on a true story, yeah. too, correct? Well, yeah, there's plenty Which of stories it, like that. that that's well, the, no, that's, it's actually based on a real true well, story. Yeah, and so that's what p- you, makes it even worse and harder to watch. Cause that makes it even more upsetting is you're like, people can do this kind of shit. Life's you know? not fair. No, it, it isn't. I understand that, but 
it's when you have something put in front of your face like that. And I'm not saying it's a I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a really good movie. Oh, it is a really it's good, a good movie. movie. It's just very very and, hard to And I watch. think they did mm. that they did exactly what they wanted to do was make at least the viewer, at least in my case, I'm sure uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable and really upset after watching that movie and going, you know, fuck these people, man. Oh get, yeah. You know, let me get let me get my hands on them. This is ridiculous. Yeah, cuz it so, gets very brutal. Yeah. Very uh, fast. Yeah, it's it's so unfair. Ugh. Um <sighs> <laughs> You know what? Going along those... Well, go ahead, Kirsten. You look like you... Oh, no, we your antlers fun, are up. We said funny games, so... Is that a horror? Is that really a horror movie? Yes, that's a horror movie. You think so? On a I, mental level, God. It's, it's an extended, slowly extending middle finger from the director to the audience. It's a really very yeah. smug movie. Yeah. The, You're right. The two um, antagonists really pissed me off. Like, they were really annoying, but they're supposed to be, you know? Like, it was a really good... Ciao, baby. Yeah. Fuck that. I've was, seen, that messed me up when I saw that. I've tomorrow. seen both versions of it, the I've foreign seen, version and the remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen the original. Yeah. I almost like the remake a little bit the better. The remake's the one I saw. Uh, um, yeah, I've only seen the remake. Because Michael no, Pitt. No, I saw the original. I saw the original after the remake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Michael Pitt in the remake is so damn good. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ciao, baby. Yeah. That still was the a- end of it. active in film now? Cause yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was just in Ghost in the Shell. He was one of the main characters in that. My favorite role is probably still going to be uh, uh, from Bully, the Larry Clark movie. Oh, yeah, he was great in that, too. Yeah, another hard movie to watch, but not. I wouldn't call it extreme horror. Just no. Hard to no. watch. Anybody ever seen Megan is Missing? Yes. I have not. I just saw Megan is Missing probably six or seven months ago. I wouldn't call it a slow burner. No. I wouldn't call it really that great of a film, to be honest with you. But there's one scene in that movie that makes the whole thing worth watching if you want to be shocked beyond all belief. Yeah. And it's I I'm not gonna describe it, but it's called the barrel scene. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about it. It's That's that, why I put it on my list. That <laughs> movie feels honestly like a real snuff film. It's horrible. The degradation that goes on to that girl from the beginning to the end of the movie is very hard to watch. And as a parent, it's even harder to watch, a parent of a a teenage girl. The girl is so dumb in the movie that she even got caught up in any of that. But, you know, it's kidnapping and rape and death the entire movie. And it is, and it's it, that was shot like reality style too, like found footage style, yeah. correct? Yeah. And a lot of handheld oh, stuff yeah. with the phone, um, a lot of news clips intertwined in the movie. It's a really, really hard watch. Yeah. Number one because of some of the stupidity that goes on. Well, that's what it's it's upsetting. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I, the things that happen to this poor girl, you're like, oh god, holy fuck. Yeah, one movie that um, is kind of in line with what you're describing as far as a torture porn kidnapping movie that really pissed me off was this movie called The Bunny Game. Have you seen The Bunny Game? I have not no. seen The Bunny Game, but I've heard of The Bunny Game. The big conceit with that movie was that it was just going to be a traditional kidnapping torture porn movie until Rodling gets it, the actress and I guess uh, civil rights activist, uh, former uh, 
kidnapping victim herself said that she wouldn't do the movie unless all the torture scenes were done for real, including really oh. being branded on camera, really being uh, bound and gagged, That's really insane. being dragged through the desert. It's not a good movie. It has like no context to it. It's a very, it's a very pretentious movie, but it does have its lead actress really getting tortured for the film. Now I gotta um, see it. <laughs> has anybody ever seen Stoic? No. Edward no, Furlong? I uh, tried to actually look it up today to watch it, but I couldn't find it. I don't know where. I think that may have been on Netflix a, a while back, and I just, you know, Ed Furlong, where the hell's he been? Well, <laughs> doing stoic. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Hanging out with Corey Feldman. Yeah. <laughs> tough. <laughs> no, I don't know. Tough flick. Yeah. Another one is tough. However... It isn't like that rough of a ride, like something like like we're talking about uh, the the girl next door, for example. Which that that's a hard ride. It is stoic is about prisoners. So at least from my standpoint, yes, it's you don't want to see anybody go through anything horrible. But when you got people that are already you have a pretense that they're already assholes <laughs> and they're prisoners right. and they've done stupid mm-hmm. shit and they've already they've had plenty of assholeish behavior that's landed them there um you kind of see this whole thing play out right with these guys and it's hard to watch and there's some things that uh, god it's it's cringe worthy uh but tough to watch yeah but at the same time it's kind of like well, <laughs> Asshole prisoner, <laughs> you know, you kind of, you kind of snicker. I hate to say it. I was like, well, hey, you got there, asshole. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, hard to watch though. Tough to watch. It's uh, interesting to see Ed Furlong, uh, older. It sounds a bit <laughs> like that movie Scum from the early '80s with a very, very young, uh, early twenty-something Ray Winstone, who uh, basically takes control of the gangs in the uh, in the British prison, but. Hard movie to watch for a for a gay gang rape scene in the movie and the aftermath that follows. Yuck! You mentioned yeah. you met you you were jotting notes down on my piece of paper here, Andrew, and you mentioned audition. It's another oh. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we talk about movies that completely change. Here's one that waits until the very end of the movie. To watching audition is kind of like it's kind of like going out on a. Like, if you were a woman going on a date with a guy, at the end of the date, he gets up, pulls his pants down, and starts shaking his dick back and forth. Yeah. It's like that level of of betrayal, of trust, and good taste, and violation of the audience expectations in every yeah. conceivable way mm-hmm. in those final moments of the movie, in the last 20 minutes of the film. Yeah, because she's very soft-spoken and very... Like he seems like she's into the relationship, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, blah. Mm-hmm. And things like uh, her vomiting into a doggy bowl and feeding it to a man with like missing limbs and no tongue, and uh, uh, a lot of stuff involving acupuncture needles and piano wire, and uh, it's all very drawn out too. So it, yeah. it feels like an eternity. It's kind of like a. The, the the scene from Hard Candy, where, <laughs> where, you know, which it's a bit, it's drawn out. Mm-hmm. There's dialogue and subtle glimpses of what you think you're seeing. Yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh god. 
Mostly. No, Audition's great, though. We're going right down the road. Yeah, Audition yeah. is a great movie. It's a great movie. flick. It's fantastic. Flick. I know. I'm actually like feeling the weight of these movies now. Yeah. Ooh. Like I'm picturing all these out. scenes all at once. Like, wow. Have I ever seen Slaughtered Vomit Dolls? Bits and pieces. <laughs> it's got like this children's crayon cover. Oh god! There's, there's, well, there's a, like, there's a series of these movies. This is just one in a series. I don't I don't know them all. Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. I saw that one. It's just this. It's a fucking mess. It's it's a mess. But you know, it's about kind of a non movie, isn't it? What's that? Kind of a non movie. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just. It's not. Yeah, it's like other films we've talked about here. It just doesn't really follow any narrative. It just does There's not much context. Mm. It is about a drug addict, uh, a junkie, like hooker type lady. I'm hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's why I mentioned this, Chris. I know it gets you. It would get you hot. Uh, but there's one line from this film that stuck out to me, and they kind of like cut to the girl's face, like after you watching her just do and have all these horrible things done to her, and. They cut to her face in one scene, and she says, "There's not much left of me, but you can still fuck it." Oh, and I was like, "Oh, that, to, that just stuck." Yeah, that's kind of nice yeah. In the chest. To know death, you have to fuck life in the gallbladder. Oh, yeah. From uh, Flesh for Frankenstein, yeah, early seventies movie. So that was one of those ones that it, you know it was t- it was horrendous. It was horrendous. But the, but you get those little pieces like kind of like Megan is missing. Again, I don't. I just can't deal with that. But there yeah. was that one cut, that one little scene. Yeah. That that like, Holy crap! That yeah. really, they really did something there, man. You know. You want to talk about movies that are quotable for all the wrong reasons after you've seen them? I mean, we mentioned a Serbian film earlier with our film jumped out the window. Well, <laughs> after my friend Eric and I back in college watched Salo, we could not stop saying to each other, "I can't eat rice. Then eat shit." I can't eat rice and eat shit during the infamous banquet of shit sequence. Well, let's talk about Solo. I've been trying to watch, <laughs> trying to watch this film, but I can't, I haven't been able to yet. Uh, I have a copy of it that I'll loan you when I finally get it back. I loaned it to somebody who's had it for like four years now, my Criterion copy. I don't think you're ever going to get it back. I'm going to get it back. I know where he lives. I just haven't had a chance to go over there I saw yet. that movie one time also. In all 111 inches of glory again. Yeah. Same theater. And it was the same thing. We're just like... It was during that period I've talked about where we were just trying to watch all the screwiest films we could find. Right. And we were doing it all, a lot of it down in this theater. You um, know, that oh. movie's freakier because that shit actually... That was no, 1975, first off. But, and that stuff actually happened... That is based on actual reality. Yeah. All, everything that happens in that movie happened for real. Yeah. It's also a very loose reworking of uh, the Marquis de Sade's 120s of Sodom by uh, transposing the Libertines to uh, modern-day Mussolini Italy and replacing them with four fascists. Oh. And... Uh, Pasolini was already a huge provocateur at the time who'd already done jail time for some of his movies and some of the transgressions that ensued among many of them. Um, I think Mama Roma was one that uh, caused a lot of consternation and so were a couple of his uh, Trilogy of Life movies and this one was far and away the most extreme film he did. But it was meant to be a transitional work. He was was already working on another film that was going to go back to the body or life-affirming stuff and he was killed. 
by a male prostitute, ran him over with his own car. And the most fucked up part about it was that the Italian tabloids printed on the front page of the newspaper his battered, bloodied corpse. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I remember I saw that at some point. Let's have some fun. Okay. Dead alive. (laughs) we We need some levity here. I've so, only ever seen that movie one time. Oh, I, I own a copy of it. Yeah. It's fucking great. The Peter Jackson, the kid cousin to Sam Raimi, would you not say? Yeah. It's Dead Alive and the Evil Dead movies have a very similar tone yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're so over the top, especially Dead Alive. That's why I mentioned it. Uh, it's so ridiculously over the top, it's fun. They're very tongue in cheek, and it's the, hilarious. The gorier it gets, the funnier it gets. Yeah, and, you know, it, <laughs> I mean, that's as extreme as it gets, in my opinion. Uh, but it's done in a way where it's comical. You're, you're laughing, and I, I can watch that movie like once a month. It's hysterical. It's just and that's the same movie. way with the Evil Dead movies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're, yeah. I can watch those. The yeah, they're 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 and there is a yeah. As we all know, there's an element of comedy in those films too. Uh, Bruce Campbell sold that, made that yep. character work, uh, and the same thing happens here in Dead Alive. It, it, I need it, a copy of that, but I think it's really expensive on Blu-ray. It's now. really rare, and I don't know that it's I got the a DVD best... copy. I don't know. That's probably worth worse shit. <laughs> I don't know that it's the best transfer either. I might want to wait for like Arrow to redo it. Uh, Shout out to Arrow! Please do a 4K remaster <laughs> of Dead Alive. <laughs> you know uh, you're listening. Go ahead, Kirsten. How about High Tension? It's on the list. Mm. Yeah. Fucking mess that movie is. Holy mm. crap, dude. Intense. Yeah. That movie is very, very intense and brutal, too. Brutal as mm-hmm. hell, but really intense, man. The killer in that movie with the saw uh, is Felipe Nihon, who was the main antagonist in I Stand Alone, the Gaspar Noe movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just made a career out of playing... Uh, total monsters and movies and he seems to be having fun with the role in high tension i haven't seen high tension in a really long time like i saw it when it first came out then i got the blu-ray and saw it again but it's probably been seven or eight years since i've seen that now i need to watch that again very soon that introduced me to alexander aja who also did the hills have eyes remake which is probably one of the better remakes Mm -hmm. out there although i didn't care for mirrors i haven't seen his piranha (laughs) remake do you remember oh, Mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah. 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 Bored. Yeah, yeah, very boring. Antichrist. His Piranha remake is fun, though. What's that? Antichrist. Oh, God. Just throwing it out there. Oh. That's a movie that'll make every male in the room kind of rear back and yeah. grab their crotch and say, holy shit. Uh, Lars von Trier's. Uh, God, what a movie. I don't know what's harder to watch, that or Breaking the Waves. Maybe Breaking the Waves for different reasons, because that's more... I haven't uh, seen that one. ...contextually heavy. Like, his films can get monstrously heavy, but Antichrist is very viscerally uh, hostile to the viewer's eyes. It's like a fork in the eye many, many times, especially Um, in the third act. Amazing visuals in that movie, Such a beautiful movie. I could watch that movie over and over again. Yeah, and it is an assault. It really is. But, again, you're in that universe, and you can come out of it pretty easy. It's a total art film to me. Um, Passionately some, acted. Yeah, there's some hard shit to watch in this movie. I'm not going to say another word. 
Uh, no, it's very the tone is very dark and heavy, and you have got to be in a good place psychologically to watch that movie. Yeah, because it will break you. Yeah, it's it's. it's uh, luckily, and, I was like, you know, hey, let's. Let's Fuck watch. ourselves up here tonight. Uh-huh. It was a, I was right where I needed to be. I'm like, I just want to screw my mind up tonight. Let's get drunk I'd, and watch yeah. Antichrist. I wouldn't oh. say just the male viewers are are going to cringe at that. Though. There, oh, yeah. There, yeah, you're right. There's some, ooh, shit. Yeah, there's some pretty nasty stuff involving uh, a pair of rusty scissors and a clitoris. And clitoris. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Have you seen Antichrist? I have, but a really long time ago, and I don't remember a whole lot about it. I, I was... Uh, <laughs> I was... <laughs> smoking and drinking at the time so I was not fully paying attention. You need something to take the edge <laughs> off of that movie. I could never, you, know, I, you couldn't. <laughs> we mentioned this one earlier but Henry we really Christ. didn't talk about it was Henry. Oh, you I know what? I, serial killer. I skipped, I had that, yeah. That, <laughs> fuck that movie. Oh my God. It's insane. That is but a pretty extreme realist horror movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I saw that like VHS. just... VHS. Dude, that's how yeah. I, I first time I saw that. Yeah, same. me too. Also I rented it from Video House East by my dad's house and watched it on video cassette. Yeah, yeah. and I remember being like, "Oh my god, this is like it looks real." That yeah. the people seem real in this movie, and all the acts that he commits, him and <laughs> what's his name, Otis. Yeah, Otis. Yeah, it's that. That's a very brutally hard movie to it watch launched the career of michael brooker and uh one interesting thing about it was it was made in 1986 but the investors and the mpa found it so extreme that they didn't manage to get it released until 1990 so it sat on the shelf that yeah. long because of its because of its extremity and it did it definitely lives up to its infamy there's there's while that movie is so beyond brutal there are some elements that make that character very interesting, Henry. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, there's my mother was a whore. Yeah, that's not yeah. right, Otis. She's so your how sister. about them Cubs? Mm-hmm. Fuck the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good shit. Want but, some fries? <laughs> but there, there are like he feels. I, that's what I really got. You know, there, there was some feeling there. You know, he was trying, yeah. trying, trying, and we see the end. The, <laughs> like, shit. The, the home invasion, of course, is the that's oh, the hardest scene to watch in the movie. God, they, like you see it about to happen, and then you see them at home watching the video of them uh, <sighs> murdering this family and raping the wife before murdering her. And the first thing Otis wants to do is watch it again. Yeah, Otis is a dumb fuck. That character is just as disturbing as the Henry character, in my opinion. I think he was more disturbing than Henry well, because he, he was dumb. Well, well because he's stupid. He's not. A, he's he's a very. He's not intelligent. Where Henry is a much more intelligent you know, well, person. Make him into a pedophile, and he uh, rapes his own sister. So yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have a lot of winning qualities. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there's. I don't think there was pretty much anything off the table for him. There's no lines. <laughs> drawn for that character I, I can't stop laughing because when we were in high school is when that movie came out so I would have been like a junior probably when I saw it and I had this like sweet ass like video camera setup that my dad bought me for Christmas so we used to always make our own movies and we made one that was like a Henry satire mm. and it was called Bondage Bitch 
and it was like this dead girl that walked around just like a skeleton mask on and she was just walking around killing people and it was like kind of like Henry yeah. but it was hilarious <laughs> I can't <laughs> I just remember she's got the fucking skeleton mask on and she walks in on one of the rape scenes like it was like we we're filming like this comedic rape scene and she's like, Otis, that's not right. She's your sister. She's like quoting lines from the movie, but oh she's God. got the skeleton mask on, and you can barely hear her voice. So really, you're like, Rip, rip, rip. she's your sister. And it's just fucked up. I don't I don't know. Do you have a copy of this? Somewhere I do. I'd love yes. to watch this. Oh, dude. Some of these high school movies are so great. Inside. I never saw Inside. Oof. This French movie that uh, Blake showed me, actually, about this woman who just wants to have a baby no matter what even if it means uh invading woman's home and uh while the woman is still conscious forcibly performing a cesarean on her with a pair of scissors and keeping the baby to herself and it's very very in your face and gory like they don't do any cutaways when she's cutting the woman's abdomen open it's very visceral in your face and it's definitely part of that french new extreme horror uh movement that we were talking about earlier with people like Gaspar Noe and Alexander Aja and uh, the director of Martyrs. That's a part of that movement as well. You know, the funny thing, I, I think I may have mentioned this before about Martyrs, speaking of Martyrs again, that the, the DVD that I bought, it actually has him. I think you have this too, don't you, Andrew? I have the Blu-ray of it. The DVD I have, it's probably on the Blu-ray also. There's an introduction by the director, I forgot his name. Pascal, uh, where he apologizes about the movie. <laughs> See, I'm sorry you were gonna watch this. <laughs> I don't know why he did that, but it's really funny. It's an introduction to the film. I go, okay, well, it's like an apology. It's an apology. I'm sorry, I'm forcing you to sit through this right now. <laughs> it made me laugh when I watched it initially. Terry Gilliam did that for Thailand, which is a that's a pretty bad movie. Gross movie. Yeah. Um. One that we did not discuss yes is yet is Eden Lake. Have any of you guys seen this one? You know, not I've yet. heard I've, I've heard of it. You may have yeah. you may have went on and on about this. Yeah, before. this movie is pretty great. It's again, it's realistic. You don't have a copy of that, horror. do you? I do, but you won't be able to watch it because it's an import. So how do you you're know? fucked. How do you know? You gotta buy an all region Blu ray player. Oh, it's Blu ray? Yeah. Motherfucker. Or, <laughs> or a PAL DVD. No, but it's got Kelly Riley in it that was in the um, Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes movies. Okay. And it also stars Michael Fassbender. Ooh, it was one ooh, of his ooh. first movies. Ooh, and hi, Michael. he's great in it. They're basically a couple that... I you told know, you not to mention anything about Alien. <laughs> they're out in the woods camping, and they basically... I've seen the trailer for this one. ...come right? across this roving band of teenagers on BMX bicycles and these kids are pissed off that they're camping there. Michael Fassbender, you know, crosses them somehow, pisses them off, and then it's just like serious shit happens from point A to point B. It's a terrifying movie just because, again, it could take place in reality. These are not serial killers, you know, with masks on and shit that are going to come back to life. It's like real, real stuff happening. What movie, you know, there's something similar to that, a film I saw... Oh, and of course, I forgot the name of it now. It's one name, and it's about people that are going, they're, they're more or less out hiking, and they come across these kids who are just kids, 
but they're assholes. And apparently they like to kill people. Oh, my God. Never mind. I don't want to waste time trying to figure this out. There's another film that kind of follows that same idea. Maybe not quite as extreme as Eden Lake, but there is another film that kind of has that idea. It was on Netflix a long time ago. I watched it real quick. Couldn't have been that good because I don't remember the damn name of it. Yeah, dumb fuck. (laughs) Exactly. That uh, Chilean movie, Hidden in the Woods, is a pretty bumpy ride. Oh, that was a... Yeah, I was thinking about that one earlier today, too. That's a hard movie to watch. Have you watched the remake yet? Or With no? Michael Bean? No, yeah. I haven't okay. seen it yet. Same director, I know that much. Yeah, it's it's out there now. You can actually watch I think it's on Netflix or something. Did you watch it yet? No, I watched the first, but I have not watched the remake yet. Mm-hmm. Hidden in the Woods? It's called Hidden in the Woods. It's from Chile, and it's basically these girls that live out in the woods with their dad, and mm-hmm. he's like... Fre- frequently he's rapes them him. both. He's yeah. fucking them. Oh, boy. Yeah. How do you know that? He's- yeah. And... A lot of uh, a lot of ultra violence, and there's like, uh, isn't one of the kids sort of like a cannibal at one point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie crams in every ounce of depravity you can think of. Like, you know, if someone if someone thought of it in a uh, in a brainstorming meeting, they, they stuck it in that movie. Yeah, it's good though. Anybody ever see? Oh my god, cutting moments, the short film. Yes, that's kind of a popular. Short film. Yes. I have not. I have not. That's a cool short film. It's really disturbing. Really disturbing. Uh, there's not much to say. It's very dry. Does he like cut his lips off with a pair well, of... The, the woman does. Yeah. It's very dry. Yeah. It's a real deadpan delivery from all the people involved. And it's just, a, it's like, what, 10, 15 minutes long? It's pretty short. Yeah. Uh, but it leaves <laughs> a hell of an impression. It will, it will, yeah, it will walk, you will walk away from that going, holy crap. Uh, I don't want to, I don't, that's something, I, it, that's a, that's a nice spoon size film to watch. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll mess you up. I don't want to say much more on that one, but something to check out. Um, I also mentioned on my list here, of course I'm, oh, oh, Flowers of Flesh and Blood. Fuck this goddamn movie. The, the guinea pig movie. <laughs> the guinea pig movie. Yeah. Well, Charlie Sheen apparently watched one of them, and he called the FBI, thinking yeah. that it was a real snuff movie, and they just proved it. But it managed to fool one of Tinseltown's actors. Yeah, if, uh, Flowers of Flesh and Blood is—it's not very long. I don't remember being like forty-five minutes, an hour long. It's part of a series, more or less. The guinea pig stuff you talked about—they're all shot on video too, like twenty-five. 29 frames per second video. Yeah. I don't think they're theatrical features. But that is... It's pretty simple, the the premise. If you can call it such, just a lot of uh, torture and mutilation and uh, extreme gore. Yeah. <laughs> There's one I saw last year called Found. I don't know. Have you guys seen this or no? No. There's two movies. One's called Found and one call, is called Headless. Uh, found came first, and it's basically about a 12-year-old boy who discovers that his brother is a serial killer and, like, finds a head in a bag, and basically his brother is going around, like, beheading people. It's really fucking twisted. Very, very twisted. Okay. Eight heads in a duffel bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play Am a I game. Am I funny? Am I funny? Am I f- <laughs> like funny? No, that's, that's freaking... 
No. <laughs> eight heads in a devil bag is when Joe, we're going to play a game. Yeah, it's don't called Be Honest with, with Me. Don't fuck with the guy looking for heads. <laughs> Another one that we did not mention is Dead Girl. Oh, fuck that movie too. Have you guys seen this movie? Nope, oh, God, what a mess that movie is. I haven't seen it. It's so good though. It's so, it's really good, but oh, this movie basically is uh, a couple teenagers find a girl down like in this. Uh, what is it, Scott? It's like underground somewhere. It's just some factory. They're goofing it, yeah. around. They're they're urban exploring and stuff like that, and they come across uh, this girl that's just like they think she's dead. She's a zombie. She's basically a zombie, and she's like laying there, chained on, up, chained up, and. They decide, well, the one friend decides that he's going she's to... She's naked, so she's, you know, she's a hot zombie. Yeah. So what What do two teenage guys do? The first thing that goes through their mind when they find a naked, chained up uh, female zombie, uh, what, what's the first thing? Well, let's fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so... And that is the almost entirety of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, the friendship starts to split apart, and then other people find the dead girl. Well, dibs, you know. They, Come on. Yeah. It's pretty. It's that's a hard it, it morphs, watch too. It morphs into this, where this like place they're in kind of turns into a lair. Yeah, this kind of turns into like this. Like it, it well, has its own kind of mood when you go the, into that area. Yeah, and the know? one friend is kind of obsessed with the yeah. dead girl and just doesn't want to leave and yeah. just basically stays it's there like, and has sex with her and whatever he wants her, and just drinks like, and all parties. The time. And yeah, it's uh, it, it it's it's a twisted movie. Yeah, uh, I've watched it like six times. <laughs> how can we forget this one? There, I'm sure there's a, there's a handful we're gonna we're gonna miss on this. There's just so much out there. But Cannibal Holocaust. I was about to yeah. say. Yeah, I was about to say, mention that one too. That's a pretty popular one. Yeah. Uh, what's there to say about that fucking movie? Well, which is worse, that or Cannibal Ferox? I've never seen the latter. I haven't seen the latter. Uh, Letters got like a mealworm eating, and because there's animal cruelty in both movies. You know? <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a scene in uh, Cannibal Ferox where a woman has uh, hooks stuffed through her back, and sh- they come out of her tits, and she's hung up by her tits on these like giant hooks. I just got a boner. <laughs> Clit boner. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> clip boners. When a girl gets best. a boner, you know she, you know, you know it's hot. Yeah, you, that, that's hot. <laughs> Both right. movies have graphic male castration too. Oh God! But that turtle scene in Cannibal Delicious. Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. <sighs> it takes me out of the film every time I've seen it. I've seen that movie more times than I wish to admit to. Well, because it's just it's it's brutality for brutality's sake, and I understand it's a horror movie, but. That was like real, mm-hmm. you know. That was real. Yeah. That wasn't fiction. So mm-hmm. that's a that. Yeah, I uh, know. I just had well, the score by Rizortolani really uh, makes all of the horrors on screen that much more disturbing because it's like really beautiful and uplifting, and there's these really terrible things happening on on camera. Well, it's kind of like the you know going back to Martyrs again. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to see, you know, in the latter scenes of the film where there's just this horrible shit going on, there's this very, like, wispy, atmospheric music, like, like I would say, like, Seeger Ross-type music, mm-hmm. that, that kind of, you know, depressing yet uplifting. And kind of soothing. And kind of soothing, yeah. That kind of mood while you're watching someone just being battered and battered over and over again. 
right? Mm-hmm. I, I always thought that 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 the way they put that together was just genius. That's why I love that movie so much. I I want to get out of Martyrs Lane because one, one thing about fucking movie. One thing about Cannibal Holocaust to uh, uh, yeah does. Uh, Hold uh, hold water is that it uh, really was a precursor to the found footage genre or oh, something. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It really beat it to the finish line. Yeah, and uh, they they someone tried to sue them for the front cover, right, of the woman getting impaled by the pole. Oh god, because someone thought it was real, but they disproved it. Like she was sitting on a bike seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the director and uh, I think some of the crew members were incarcerated and put on trial for murder and they had to uh they did a similar thing to what they did with Blair Witch Project where they tried to pretend that the cast members were actually dead and it got to such a degree that the cast members had to come out of hiding and say no we weren't killed it's just a movie so mm-hmm. they were acquitted of all charges how stupid <laughs> i but, mean seriously yeah. but this is Italy we are talking about they you know and Italians are pretty dumb. Oh Frib- my god, you're going to get freaking sued. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, I just watched this one today. It's Snowtown Murders. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Rough ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well done. Looks good. Uh, For sure. Has a tone, a mood. The yeah, it, time. It, it works. Uh, I did mention it here too. This is just one of those harder films to watch. There's some pretty brutal scenes in that flick. However... I don't mean to cut that off, but one I don't think any of you guys have seen that I have seen, and I'm really ashamed of it, is The Angel's Melancholy. Have you ever seen that, Andrew? Not yet. Sounds like I need to. <laughs> Shit, I'm, this moviegoer's going to hell when he dies, so um, I'm yeah. down for anything. <laughs> the Angel's Melancholy, it's all in French. I saw it, all, I saw it with no subtitles, so I'll be honest, I was try, it was tough to follow the narrative you know just follow the story the gist of it i got no there was no gist i mean there was a story going on there this one guy was really depressed all the time um and there's this beautiful music being played while some woman pees on some dude's face i mean there's it's along those lines like those kind of things i'm in for that you you get you get but you get that same idea that there's like these real sports like these real uplifting themes being played while some disgusting act and it really wasn't this isn't like a horror film i don't think they remember this would be like considered like this is a horror film it's an art film but just a lot of horrible disgusting stuff being done to people right there's a lot of cutaways, and what's made this movie interesting, I don't have all the facts on it, but I know the director got into a lot of trouble with this film because there's a lot of cutaway like, shots they did where you'd see like a baby bird being, being, being you know, more or less just you know, killed by a high heel shoe, like cutaways like that. Right, and, very, and they were real. They used real animals on this, so they got into a lot of trouble by the obvious people. Uh, for 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 filming that, right? That happened. Really, the Mondo movies. Y- you should sit down and watch this movie. It it's an art film. I'd like to see an actual subtitled version of it. I just couldn't get my hands on it, and it was just one of those ones where it looked really. I it wasn't even like a matter of like it's extreme cinema. Like this was just like it looked interesting to me. It looked really interesting. Let's watch this thing, and it's a two hour ride. My buddy walked in about the last half an hour of it when he was coming to pick me up, and I'm like, "We got to finish this thing." And he's like, 
like the last half and I was like what the fuck dude <laughs> I'm like I, I don't know it's something we should uh I wouldn't mind like doing a, doing <laughs> we could do the our next if we want to do one of those commentary type podcasts here maybe we could there do it go. on that movie because this is a bizarre flick it's hard to watch there's some really horrible stuff that happens to people in this movie I don't remember like some people died but it wasn't really a like a, like a, a horrible death let's say where a lot of these films we're talking about is just people getting killed left and right it was more of like a an art type film that's all I can say about it but I wanted to bring it up because it's a it's a it, it was a rough ride Chris you know we we only really touched on I spit on your grave for a minute honestly that's I know it's there's a lot of rape and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in that but honestly that is probably one of my favorite horror movies in general if you want to continue on that thread the I spit on your grave remake did any of you guys see the remake? Yes. No, no, I did. The remake, I think, is actually really well done. It touches on a lot of the same points as the original. And even the I Spit on Your Grave 2, which was not really a sequel, but just a different character than the original mm-hmm. put in a similar situation, mm-hmm. that movie is really, really hard to watch, too. You know, it's all about female vengeance with those, but yeah. she goes to some pretty far extremes <coughs> with... The brutality in the way she slices and dices these guys using electricity and shit. Mm -hmm. Those movies are pretty fucking disturbing, too. Mm. Begotten. Um... More of a gothic video installation film. You don't think that's that's an extreme type horror film? Um, horror film, yes. I don't know if I'd call it an extreme film. More more of an experimental art film. And There's some pretty... Horrible stuff that happens in that movie, though. There's some pretty grotesque stuff in it, but it's it's done like a silent, like an unearthed silent film, and there's not really any. Uh, as not... far as a as far as a mood, though. Yeah. Oh, the mood wow. is great. The mood you is absolutely that, great. No, I haven't. Oh boy, yeah, that's another ride. Um, e. Elias Marriage, the director, after they shot the film, I think in what was it, 1990? Yeah. Um, they went and. Uh, hand scratched damaged every frame of the film in fact sometimes spending a lot of time just damaging one frame so by the time they're done you look at it it looks like it's from the 1920s and believably not like you know putting digital grain on a very modern looking image yeah it looks dumb it really did look like this was some unearthed occult film of, of sorts the film really doesn't have any actors. That was that was like the original VHS I saw Thomas Video back in the day. It has no dialogue either. It's got no dialogue. Well, that was what the the actual tagline I remember on the the, the VHS tape said. You know, the, the cover it said, you know, no actors, no dialogue. <laughs> you know, and it's like, what am I getting myself into here? Uh, that's a movie that left an impression on me. Uh, it still did. I have a copy of that actually. Uh, and it's something I will break out like every few months just to watch. And you're right, Andrew. It's a very along the same lines of the Angel's Melancholy, which is a different animal, but it's mm-hmm. a it's an art film, mm-hmm. total art film. Uh, I don't think even if I could understand French, I'd understand the damn narrative of the Angel's America <laughs> Melancholy because mm-hmm. it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to mention Begotten because that's one of those ones. It's just it's it's a, to me a very disturbing film to watch from the opening scene all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very uh, haunting because it's so uh, it's, yeah, it's, occult and uncanny. 
Well, yeah, and like you mentioned, the, the, the you know how damaged the movie looks. It's just yeah, it's there's something about I guess you know there's something about in a lot of these disturbing type films they are these found footage things and all this stuff mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. there's something and i know we've talked about found footage on here i think there's a certain thing with found footage that makes it that extra level of scary and creepy Well, because it puts your your um it heightens your senses and it puts you more like you're in the movie yeah mm -hmm. like you're actually experiencing the same thing that that the people in the film went through but mm -hmm. like andrew yeah. said about begotten like this isn't you know like a type of unearthed film you know and i guess like the the blair witch project bleh, project was that idea like this is unearthed film but that was more that was, again it was cinema verte because it was found footage this is like who the hell is shooting this occult footage yeah of well, yeah these, yeah you know entities that are like vomiting their own internal organs and there's like a lot of self-mutilation and a lot of but at the same time it plays a little bit like a halloween haunted house movie yeah we wa we smoked a bunch of weed and watched that over here one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember I that, that jesse didn't like it too much i think yeah uh, you know yeah. with those kind of Begotten? artistic things like that i mean really though you have to be in the mindset to watch that you have to be mentally prepared to take that movie in. Otherwise, you're not going to like it. I feel like it's something that it would, if you go to an art gallery, it would be playing on a white wall. Exactly. I don't, I don't feel Wine like that's something cheese. that you would go to the theater to see, although it, they did show it recently at the Music Box Theater. You mentioned that. Oh. I'm mad I didn't get to see it. You um, know, we got to go see that, Andrew. I really want to go see that flick. I want to see it on the big screen. There is one that I want to bring up. No, it's not really an extreme horror movie by the fact that it's so gory that it's extreme but the 2012 remake of maniac i brought this heavy movie flick up. Yeah. yeah you mentioned that before that movie is oozing with the mental incapacity of elijah wood in that movie mm. the way it's shot is why I would say that's an extreme horror movie because, like, those opening sequences and some of those first-person shots that they do... It's like Enter the Void. It's like Enter the Void. You Like, when I first watched that movie and the first kill happens when he slices that girl's throat in the hallway, you feel so much like you are in that scene that I felt like I was going to vomit. That movie is pulsating with realism in those scenes. Although, I will say I was taken out of the movie when uh, Goodbye Horses started playing in the soundtrack yeah. from Silence of the Lambs. Like, oh, Buffalo Bill's going to come out and start right, right. dancing half-naked. Even so, even when he like is uh, driving and he looks in the rear-view mirror and you see his eyes, like how crazy they look, I love that too. Like, one of the few times you see his face. I'm glad you brought that up. I was thinking about yeah. seeing that movie. I still, we actually, had, so we actually had a dance I still prefer contest. the original. That's just me. We What's had a that? dance contest at Goodbye Horses today at work, by the way. Yeah. This is so funny that it came up. It's making me laugh because we were goofing around at work today, and we had that playing. <laughs> but we were all... Never mind. What were you saying, Andrew? <laughs> oh, I was going to say I prefer I preferred the Bill Lustig. The original. With, uh, yeah. I mean, you can't beat Joe Spinell. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he kills it. Such no a charmer in every other role, and that he's he's freaking creepy. The, probably the most disturbing movie I've seen, and it's not the goriest or most violent movie, but it really made me feel wrong watching it. Was the Spanish film called In a Glass Cage? 
I thought you were going to say Geely. <laughs> <laughs> it's turkey time. Gobble, gobble. Uh, I've, I've never seen, seen it in a glass cage, and I've, but I've heard so much stuff about that movie. Um, opens with a uh, Nazi who is uh, molesting and torturing a young boy, and he tries to commit suicide, but doesn't uh, succeed. He's confined to an iron lung, and his wife is caring for him. And this caregiver... Uh, comes over to his house and offers to you know watch over him and assist with with the household turns out he's one of his former victims but he doesn't want revenge he wants to like succeed him in a way and yeah. it's this weird like pedophilic psychosexual uh perverse murder film and it's just loaded to the gills with death you feel like death watching it like there's a scene where uh a child is injected with some some sort of uh, syringe and starts uh, convulsing his eyes are rolling back it's a really terrifying scene and uh, the man is stuck in the iron lung watching this the whole time really? and and the perpetrator is saying you have to understand something I love death and you just feel really really wrong watching this movie it's the one movie that John Waters said that he's afraid to show it to his friends. Hmm. Bumpy ride. We should watch that. <laughs> we should watch it after this podcast. After this podcast. Oh my gosh. It's the one movie I've seen that I've haven't had the courage to watch a second time because of how Really? Yeah. Because it's so not everything, as, everything we said here, you were like, I'll watch that fifty times, I don't give a fuck. That's the one movie you won't watch. It's not as shocking as those other movies, just the way it makes you feel. You, you just feel like you want to die after you That's watch how it. I felt with Antichrist, just because it's that it's that much of a downer that it's hard to... It's like, it's not party time watching that movie. No. Visually sumptuous, though. I mean, it, it is, is it is a very gorgeous-looking movie, even though it's designed to offend. Yeah. Have you guys seen Victim? It's from 2010. I've heard about that one. Written by Matt Eskandari. Probably saying the last name wrong. It's probably. Uh, it's <laughs> uh it's really good. It's about um this guy who goes to a bar, meets a girl, like brings her home, rapes her, but then her dad finds out and basically the dad um kidnaps the guy and uh like brings him to his house and like uh, tortures him and psychologically just like fucks him up and turns him into a girl like does surgery everything and it, it's just so twisted and at the end like he uh he turns into the daughter you know and um the end has a very big twist to it and that's just a movie I've only seen once, but I've never forgotten just because it was yeah. so like, what the fuck? That's really good. I suggest that one too. Well, I bet that makes you think of Tusk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that, uh, we've talked about Tusk on here, I think, a couple of times. That actually uh, reminds me of The Skin I Live In, too. Mm-hmm. That's a, I never saw that one. <sighs> Have you guys seen Ichi the Killer? Oh, God. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh. Many times. I, I saw that in the theater, and I still have... At the ticket booth, they gave me a vomit bag. I still have it to this day. <laughs> wow. It's the only movie that I've ever been given a vomit bag to, and I'd already seen the movie, so I was prepared, but... 
course you did. Some people, yeah. Some people <laughs> can't handle it for some reason or another. All right, you fuckers. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about each of the killer. I think the... we're done. We're at 90 minutes. We need to get this show wrapped the fuck I, up. I, I don't know if I'm tired because I'm just... I feel like from I'm just day. emotionally exhausted. I'm emotionally from... exhausted from talking about these movies. Because <laughs> as we're talking about it, I'm like picturing all these scenes. And now I'm just going to go in the bathroom and slit my wrists. Yeah, <laughs> I just... It's so deplorable. Yes. But it's art. Yes, it is. God, I'm really fucking wiped out. Chris, yeah. you take it hard. everybody. This is Chris with MovieSleuth.com. Questions, comments, or concerns, or if you want to add movies to this list, email us yeah. or leave a comment on one. the podcast. A- Andrew yeah. wants to add one. Murder oh. set pieces. Oh, yeah. Ah. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I had that on the list. We just didn't get to it. Yeah. All right. Email me at Chris at SpoilerFreeMovieSleuth.com. Check us out at www.TheMovieSleuth.com. Thanks, everybody. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.